0: Hello and welcome back to Mindset Matters. My name is Victoria and on this channel, on this podcast, we look at life through a lens of resilience, presence, and gratitude. We talk about relationships, friendships, life, and how to navigate life and live your best life. So thank you for being here. So today's topic, we're talking about being single. And this is a subject where I feel like a lot of people can be very opinionated and I've talked about being single on TikTok and I've received some interesting comments um, when I've expressed that I'm happy single and that I've been single for a long time and I'm happy about it. So that I think is an interesting thing and I think this is one of those topics where it can be uncomfortable to talk about and so I want to talk about it because we don't shy away from things on this channel and I guess the title of this which I don't even know what it is yet but it could be how to be happy single how to decenter the need for a relationship and essentially why you should embrace being single if this is the stage of your life that you're in so let's get into it I'm excited about today we're going to talk a little bit about why I think it's healthy to be single, if you've been single for an extended period of time, I think there's a lot of benefits to that. We're going to talk about the solitude era, okay, solitude versus loneliness, and honestly my opinion on dating has shifted recently, and so I want to talk about that because I have done one episode, one of my earliest episodes was about dating, and that's probably one of my most listened to podcasts. Because I think this is an interesting topic, and that one I really focused on dating in your late 20s, and I'll be honest, some of my opinions have changed, and I think that's okay and that shows growth, so we're going to talk about that too. Before we continue, I just want to remind you that if you are listening on Spotify, please don't forget to follow me so you can see when I post new episodes, and if you're on the YouTube, the tube, I don't know why I said the YouTube, but if you're on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and like this video, that would help me out and really quick okay holiday season is coming up so I just want to remind you that I've got a couple journals that I think would make a wonderful gift okay we've got our daily journal this thing is so stinking cute I'm literally obsessed with it the cover says resilience presence gratitude we've got mindset matters on the spine and it's just a really cute perfect everyday journal we know I love the sound of the flipping pages um And each page has a little cute kind of quote of the day for you. This one says, I opened a random page, trust in yourself and your abilities. So this would make a great gift. Maybe if you give this to someone, you won't be single anymore. So think about that. Um, And our second one, as always, is our gratitude journal, which puts you in a great headspace, allows you space to reflect on the day, think about things you're grateful for, and your action items so you can get things done. So these are available on my website. Links are below. And let's get back into being single, okay? Let's talk about it. So I don't know why, but this is the type of topic that you feel like or I feel like you need kind of a disclaimer, okay? Disclaimer. If you're single and you're not happy, this video is for you. If you are not single, but you're not happy, this video is also for you if you have been single for a long time if you're newly single either way I think this would be helpful and if you're in a relationship and you're happy and you love it and you're in a happy healthy relationship then my opinions might not be of interest to you and that's okay and just a reminder that I'm speaking coming from the experience of someone who spent a lot of her time in her 20s being single and navigating life as a single person who has dated, who has been in a couple situationships over the years, and who has not had a full long-term relationship in several years. So that's where I'm coming from from this. And I'm coming from a place of I am truly the happiest I've ever been in my life. And I think this is the thing that people don't like to hear. And when I posted on TikTok probably back in March... And I was saying, hey, I've been single for five years, and I'm super happy. Here's what I've learned. And the comments blew up of men basically telling me I'm lying to myself if I'm saying I'm happy single. And I think that's the interesting thing about this topic is people get so defensive about dating or about the idea that people can feel happy and empowered without being in a relationship. And that's why I want to talk about it. I wasn't sure if I wanted to do this episode honestly. Because I don't want this to just be about me and my life and spilling tea about my situation. Like no, that's not what we're here to do. I'm here to share my opinions and thoughts about how you can build yourself up and build a life that you are happy without needing to have a relationship. So if you are single, this is how to be, again, how to be happy single, how to decenter the need for a relationship in your life. And how to just love the life that you're living, where you are. Because guess what? A lot of people are single. Dating can be really challenging these days. And I think more and more people are navigating life single because the relationships they're in are not feeling fulfilling. And I think we need to learn how to connect with each other and have, you know, fulfilling, amazing relationships. But everyone should be able to be growing on their own in order to get there so that's kind of what this is about okay I feel like I'm still introducing this topic and I don't know why I need to ramble about that but I hope this is also an interesting point of it of like for whatever reason this can be a sensitive topic people can be very opinionated and as much as I will share from my experience you know this isn't about me and like my life particularly but this is about you okay so I don't know I just wanted to say that but anyways so the first topic we're gonna jump into is why I think that being single for an extended period of time is healthy okay let's define extended period of time for a year or more I would say that's a pretty long time I think it's so beneficial to be single for an extended period of time because you learn a lot about yourself You learn the things that you love to do. You learn about the things that you enjoy. You learn about the type of person you want to become and you can take action towards becoming that type of person. When you're in a relationship, you always are influenced in some way by another person. And again, I'm not saying that being in a relationship is a bad thing, okay? But I'm just coming from a place of for the single people, okay? So... When you're in a relationship, yeah, you share part of your life deeply with another person. And I think it can be easy to fall into habits of codependency. You know, you start kind of liking the things that your partner likes. Maybe you form habits kind of based on their habits. People are impressionable, okay? These things happen and are normal. And while, again, there's nothing necessarily wrong with this, I think it's important to develop who you are as your own individual person and so being single is a great time to discover that number two being single for an extended period of time forces you out of your comfort zone or forces you to expand your comfort zone one thing i started doing maybe over a year ago is taking myself on dates i was adamant of okay if i want to do something i am not going to rely on someone else so i'm going to take myself on dates At first, that feels uncomfortable, but then you get used to it and your comfort zone slowly starts getting bigger and you're like, wow, I can take myself to dinner if I want to. How empowering is that to say, I feel comfortable sitting alone in a restaurant or I feel comfortable going on a hike by myself. It's empowering to feel like you can do things alone and it forces you again to build that confidence because you're kind of forced to be pushed out of your comfort zone. If you're with a partner all the time and you kind of get used to just waiting for them to do things, then your comfort zone is doing things with another person. So when you're single, it's a great time to say, all right, I'm going to push my own boundaries and get comfortable doing things alone. And I think that is when meeting a partner, once you're already comfortable in your own self, that's when meeting someone else is like perfect because you're already able to do things alone, but now you just have an added, you know, person in your life that's going to add, to what you already have, not complete you, but compliment you. I hope that makes sense. Number three, and I talked about this recently being selfish. I did a whole episode on being selfish and when to be selfish. And I mentioned being single is a great time to be selfish. And what do I mean by selfish? I mean, you get to decide where you live, what you're gonna eat for dinner, where you're gonna go, where you're gonna travel when to hang out with your friends you get to decide all of these things for yourself when you're single that again once you have a partner that person's in the mix and you can't just make every decision for yourself you have to consider the opinion of your partner or other people so being selfish being able to fully make decisions for yourself is so empowering and i think that's an awesome thing about being single so if you're single take advantage of that be a little selfish Do things for yourself. Even money-wise, like, you get to spend your money on things that you enjoy. You don't have to necessarily think about other people as much, which I think is great. Number four, being single pushes you to deepen your friendships and to connect on a deeper level with your friends. So I saw someone talk about this on TikTok. I don't know who it was, uh, which I apologize for. However, this girl was saying that something she kind of was struggling with is the fact that people in relationships get their deeper sense of connection from their partner, whereas single people tend to get that type of connection from friendships. And I think what a beautiful thing is being single forces you to really seek out to deepen your friendships. And there's something so special about deep connection with friends and feeling like you really have people that you can rely on. I love my friends, I have amazing friends in my life who have been with me through thick and thin and have seen, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, whatever. And even my friends who are in relationships, I still feel this level of connection to them that maybe I wouldn't seek out if I was not single throughout the friendship, you know? And number five, which is going to kind of lead me into my whole category number two, but number five for why it's healthy to be single for a long time is your general ability to enjoy your time alone. Listen, at the end of the day, you need to be comfortable with yourself. You need to be comfortable and confident in your own skin and you should be able to spend time alone. And to be content, okay? You don't necessarily have to live alone. You don't necessarily have to do everything alone. But there is a level of solitude versus loneliness. Being single forces you to get comfortable alone. And if you are not in a place where you are happy in your life, you need to think about what can I do to make my life better what can I do to up level myself because listen I think a lot of people who cannot be single and I'm gonna say cannot people who often jump from relationship to relationship again I'm not saying this is wrong or bad but in my opinion being single forces you again to discover yourself to be comfortable alone when you're constantly going out of a relationship into the next one you're not even allowing yourself to process what you want or reflect on why did this this relationship fail and what do I need to do to improve myself and get happier and love my life more because you don't, you shouldn't need it from another person, okay? And this is why I'm saying being single is so empowering because you learn about yourself, you learn what you love and then when someone comes into your life, they should be adding to it in some way. You're not chasing or seeking out a partner as someone to, Fill a void that you feel in your life, okay? Because that is not gonna make you feel fulfilled. Your partner should not be your everything, your whole world. And being single kind of forces you again, to figure it out. And this is why I talk a lot about self-discovery, improving your own life. What are the things you're passionate about? How can you bring that into your life? Because at the end of the day, You have you and you should be happy with your life. You should be living a life you're proud of and having a partner should feel extra and should feel like something fulfilling on top of the amazing person you already are. I hope this is getting through to your single little brain that you are perfect on your own but if you're not feeling good in your life, okay, subscribe to this channel because I'm gonna help you out but you can't seek something else or someone else to fix you you need to fix yourself you need to get comfortable with yourself okay moving on (laughs) am i coming across as aggressive am i coming off am i heated am i am i getting my point across i think see this is something we all have a strong opinion about i'm coming across opinionated but listen i'm open-minded and you do not have to agree with me but I believe in what I'm saying. And trust me, I've been single long enough to, to figure it out, okay? I've not always been happy single, but I can happily say the ha- I'm the happiest I've ever been in my whole life, why? Because I'm doing things that I love. I'm creating the life that I wanna live, hello. And guess what, you can do it too. You don't need someone else uh, to do that for you. Okay, moving on. Now you've entered the solitude era, okay? You've built yourself up, you've been single for a while, You're learning to love yourself, you feel solitude more than loneliness, and you're happy. Something I think that is so great about this, and this is my next argument, once you are in your solitude era, you become way more selective, and this is important, okay? I am very selective about who I allow into my life, and this is in terms of friends, dating, spending time with certain family members, the people I hang around with at work, in general. I am all about protecting my energy and surrounding myself with people who make me feel more positive, who push me to be better, who understand me in some level. If I was not in this solitude era, if I was not able to hold my own and be happy and confident in my own life by myself, then I would probably be desperate to have anyone in my life, whether that is having a boyfriend, certain friends that are not good influences, right? When you are giving off this desperate need of like you need other people to complete you, again, whether it's friends, whether it's a relationship, you're not selective. And you're going to allow people into your life that are not going to help you become better. You need to surround yourself with people who are going to better you in some way. This is why I think being, again, being single for a long time, it makes you figure it out. Who do you want to be? Building yourself up, making your own money, okay? I, you should not be dependent on someone else financially because then what happens, okay? You get into a relationship. You're like, oh, I'll just marry rich, you know, or whatever. You get into a relationship. Like you should always have some sort of means to support yourself. Some people get married and then they do become a stay-at-home mom and there's nothing wrong with that. But I feel like no matter what you want to do, whether you want to stay at home, raise your kids, work or not work, going into a relationship, I feel the best way is to have some sort of means to support yourself because you don't want to get trapped in a relationship that ends up being unhealthy or being super dependent on someone else because then what happens if that person starts mistreating you? You're not going to be able to leave if you're financially completely dependent on someone else. So, again, it gets sticky and it gets messy and it gets that there's no cookie cutter formula because if you want to be a stay-at-home mom and that's what you aspire to be, okay, that's great for you. There's nothing wrong with that. But you should still feel like you're your own person and you can be who you are outside of being a mom, right? So that's what I'll say about that. Back to the whole being selective you're in your solitude era you've learned to hold your own you're selective about who you bring into your life and you also don't put up with bs i am all about communication and if someone is not much emotionally mature enough to communicate with me or to have like a grown-up conversation about stuff you know or listen to what i have to say respectfully then I have no problem like saying goodbye to that person. Again, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a relationship situation, I don't want to be around people who are not emotionally mature enough to have conversations or who do not respect the fact that I want my own life outside of that person, right? And again, the reason I know this about myself, the reason I'm able to be selective is because I've taken the time to learn about what I want. So in that way, when someone comes into my life, they have to add to my life. Okay, I'm putting up a big plus sign. What are you actively adding to my life that makes me want to spend time with you and be with you? Because I don't need a boyfriend just to have a boyfriend. And yeah, I think being in a relationship is fun and can be great, but you need to be actively adding something to my life that I'm not already giving myself in a way. Again, when you're single, you have the time to develop a sense of what you want and who you are and also what you would like from a partner to support you. All right, so the themes so far have been about building yourself up to be a better person, okay? And when I think about that, it's like, well, how do you actually do that? If you're not happy in your situation, Take the time to self-discover. Take the time to be reflective, okay? Use a journal. Write down your feelings about yourself, about the types of people you date, okay? Go to therapy if you need to go to therapy. Talk to someone about maybe your relationship patterns. Maybe you seem to always attract the same type of guy and it's not working out. Okay, so whatever that looks like, there are ways to get to the root cause of, you know, why that's happening. A lot of our attachment styles are different styles of brains, okay? We all have different brains and the way we think about things can be significantly different. And you need to learn about yourself in order to know what it is you need from a partner. And again, I cannot stress enough that to me... A relationship is a partnership. I want my life and I want my partner to have their own life. And then together we complement each other and we have our life together. But everything is not suddenly blended into one and this person is going to dictate my happiness fully and completely. You know, of course, you fall in love you have a fight, you're going to be upset and this person is going to, in some level, affect you more than, you know, just anybody. And I think that that's, you know, that's part of the game. But is it becoming a situation where this person is your whole life? Because that's when we get into dangerous waters and I just don't think that's healthy and why would you want that? Like, I just don't, I don't know, I don't get it. Okay, so that's my opinion. That's my opinion. (laughs) You know that clip? Okay, moving on. I do want to talk about how I have changed my opinion in terms of dating because I, on my very first podcast about dating, again, this is probably back in like May, I talked a lot about how I don't like dating apps, how the more time I spend on apps, the more I feel like I'm putting pressure on myself to date or to find someone and I also talked about how I used to have a mindset of like well if it's not my husband I don't want it and I was very adamant of the fact that like oh I'm at an age now where like there's no point of having a boyfriend if it's not my husband okay so that's how I kind of used to see dating and if I felt like I was more emotionally invested and not having that reciprocated, I would be very quick to end it, okay? Or other way around. If I felt like the other person was more emotionally invested and I wasn't feeling it, I don't want to string you along. I'm out, okay? So that's kind of a bit about what I talked about before or how I used to view dating. And I'll be honest, some of my opinions have changed, okay? So let's talk about it. And this is also a reminder that your opinions can change. You don't have to be set in your ways. You can always grow and think about things differently. And as you talk to new people, as you experience life, hello, you're allowed to change your opinion in 10 months. Will my opinion be the same? I don't know. So I think I see dating more fun now. Dating should be fun. It doesn't have to be that serious, okay? And I kind of feel like there's this hierarchy. key of how I look at dating now and we don't need to get to the most serious topics or I don't need to think about is this my husband right away okay you don't have to see dating as super super serious even if you want a partner even if you're ultimately looking for a lifelong partner right you're on hinge what am I looking for you type in that you're looking for a long-term or life partner whatever it is even if ultimately you want to meet the love of your life, you want to get married, that's your goal. I think where my opinion has changed is that I'm not going to know if someone's my husband on the first date and I don't even want to be thinking about that. Are you kidding me? Like relax, okay? Dating should be fun. So this is things that I look for now. If I go on a date, this is what I do. I go home, I ask myself these questions. One, did I have fun? Yes or no. If the answer is yes, okay, let's move on. Would I see this person again? Yes or no. If the answer is yes, okay, great. I stop thinking about it. I cut myself off. I don't start imagining what my life could look like. I don't start imagining their potential because this is when we lead ourselves to disappointment. And this is why I think people fall into this trap of sing being single sucks because We get ourselves in our heads about, we imagine, we daydream. Oh, I went on this first date. Oh my God, it was so great. You start thinking about their potential and your life together. We are humans. We have a very creative and imaginative brain. So you can't tell me, women out there, you cannot tell me that you've gone home after a first date or that you've never done this. You know what I mean? Like we all have a tendency to imagine the possibilities. And that is where I stop myself because that's when you start getting into dangerous waters and you start getting disappointed and suddenly you're like, ah, being single sucks. It's so hard because I go on a couple dates and then I don't like them. Okay, but if you actually think about it at face value, did you have fun? Would you see this person again? Yes and yes. Perfect. Guess what? The other person also has to feel that way about you. And if that's the case, maybe you'll set up date number two. But that's it. Don't look so far beyond that because that's when you're setting yourself up for disappointment. So first, it's you're thinking about fun. Next is, okay, we've gone out a few times. Things are potentially progressing and maybe you're interested. Okay, this is when you kind of have to think about the vibe, the energy, okay? And just can you have fun with this person in different settings? Maybe you go on a couple dates, you do different things. You start exploring if the vibe is there, the energy is there, you go home feeling good, etc. Okay, and then I would say the next level is like the values of this person. Do your values align? Are you seeing certain qualities that are important to you? Okay, because you don't need to think about all this stuff on the first date. It's too soon. You don't even know them yet. So allow yourself time to actually explore if you even like this person. I'm tired of people being like, oh, I went on a date. I'm so happy. I like, I like him so much. Pardon? You don't even know them. So don't tell someone you like them right away. You actually don't know. Even if you think you do, even if you think, oh my gosh, I've met the one, because I have heard people who are like, I knew right away. We knew right away when when we met that, like, this was someone special. Okay, but do you need to tell them, like, right that second? Maybe wait it. Maybe wait it out. That's my opinion. You can agree or disagree. Um, Another argument I have, don't tell all your friends. Don't tell all your friends that you went on a first date. Maybe tell one friend. I would say for safety reasons, you should tell someone where you're going if you're going on a date. But don't tell all your friends, don't start raving about it because that's again when we build up expectations and then suddenly you have friends asking you for follow-ups, how'd it go with so-and-so, how's it going? And again, that puts more pressure. So I would argue pick one friend to talk to about it and until it becomes a thing, don't talk about it. Okay, it's not important. And don't build them up to be this amazing person when you don't know them yet, okay? There's no rush, I like how I started this, like dating should be so fun and then now I'm like getting mad at you for being obsessed with someone, but you get the point, I hope. Okay, so now we've progressed to level three, which is do they have the values of someone that you want to be with and someone you could see yourself with long term? To me that's kind of the hierarchy, am I having fun, do we have vibes, energy, do I like seeing them in different settings and then you move on to, okay, values, is this someone I might date, see long term, etc. okay? Because you don't need to know if you're going to marry someone uh, within a few dates. I don't know why I used to put that pressure on myself of like, eh, if it's not my husband I don't want it, okay, like then relax, like you don't know that yet. Again, I'm still extremely selective about who I allow into my life, and I think you should be. And I think having standards is important. You're not going to date just anybody, and you should be living a life that you're happy with on your own. Again, so that you don't need someone else to come in and like be your whole world. Because that's when you're going to settle. You're going to settle when you're not feeling happy on your own. Don't settle. You don't need to settle. Okay, if you're settling, maybe you just need to find more within yourself that you're happy about. So I think that's all I have. But overall, I want to recap. Personal growth is the biggest thing I think that you should be aiming for. Do you love your life? Are you creating a life that you enjoy? Are you moping around? Is your mindset around dating negative? Is it like, oh, I I never have any luck? Yeah, if that's what you believe, you're going to continue to have no luck. So start trying to see dating as something fun. I follow a YouTuber named Simone Squared, Simone Simmons, and she talks a lot about data collection. And for her, going on dates is like collecting data of the things you like and the things you don't like in people. And I think what you want or what you think you want could actually change if you go on dates and start meeting people with those characteristics. So, you know, if you're feeling up to it, push yourself to get out there, go on dates, but just be mindful of how much you're thinking about it or how much pressure you're putting on yourself because dating should be fun. Meeting new people is something I enjoy. So to me, there's nothing wrong with putting yourself out there and going on dates and meeting new people. Have fun, but also really be focused on creating the life that you want to live because you need to be happy in your own life and someone else should be adding to your life, not completing you, not making you feel like you're suddenly this whole person, but they should be adding to your life in some way, making you even better than you already are. Okay? So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you disagree with me, that's fine. You can respectfully let me know. And... I'd love to hear your thoughts and opinions because this is one of those topics. Everyone's experiences are so different and are therefore going to create different viewpoints, opinions, etc. So thank you for listening. If you made it to the end, I love you and have a great rest of your week.